unwrap your cheese, because penguins don't eat salsa. This is episode one of Late Night Piranha. I'm eating the most juicy, fantabulous grapes. Grapes? Yeah, they're really good. They're green round things, and they grow on bushes. Grapes are the best. Don't they grow on vines? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, what, vines. Wait, they do, don't they? Yeah, they grow on vines. Well, sorry. Grapes are fantastic. We recommend them. We're actually endorsing them. Anyways. And American cheese. Yeah, American cheese. I don't think it's real cheese, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It's made of like oil and milk <laughs> But you should still eat it It's not going to kill you Anyways And it's the only cheese that comes in units of cheese Yeah Anyways. Hey Ian, <laughs> you want to go get another cheese? Okay I've already had five cheeses I've only had one, one cheese Well, I'm Sam Brazil And I'm Ian Bernat And you're listening to episode one of Late Night Piranha Podcast Truth or dare? We were playing Truth and Dare today with some of our friends, and we were realizing that these days we've never really had a solid game of Truth or Dare where everybody followed through on their dare or their truth question. You hear the stories from your parents in the movies, but it wasn't really adding up. So, we decided to do a little investigation. We are going to ask our friends what they thought. We're going to call one of our friends, Taylor. And ask her her opinion on this issue. <laughs> All right, put it up here. All right. Hello? Hey, Taylor. Hey. We're podcasting, and we're going to ask you your opinion on something. Okay. So you remember today when we were playing Truth or Dare and everybody was passing on every single question? Do you remember when we were playing Truth or Dare today and everybody passed every single question? I was not there. Fail. You're right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll keep it just like it was. Okay, well, well, we just need to ask you a general question. You, you've done it Wait, with us before. Is it recording? <laughs> I'm embarrassed. No. We thought you were there. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm sorry. I love you. But we're just, well, we're, we're trying to figure out what the deal is, but we're um, gonna ask you about how, like, it always seems like in movies that Truth or Dare is successful and, like, pe- people actually follow through with stuff, but now everybody just, like, chickens out. And she's played it with us before. Right. So, what okay. do you think? What, what do you think that says about us? Wait, what? What do you think it says about us that in movies and when you hear stories from your parents, Truth or Dare was always successful and generated great conversation, but now everybody just passes and is not willing to share anything. Well, perhaps it's because we're just like, I don't know, we just like, don't really want to share anything and be truthful with our friends, because we think we might get like embarrassed. Or, if you think about it, movies are all scripted, so it's what people 
other people want other people to say. True. So perhaps the perfect truth and dare game doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Maybe it's just a creation. Exactly. Hmm. I think we should have an experiment. We should have an experiment. Have a day long truth or dare game of doing exactly what everyone says. Yeah. Anyways. Including going to your neighbor and asking for ice cubes because you need them to put in your toilet. And making shirts out of toilet paper. Yes. And calling your parents and telling them you're in jail. And calling Abby and telling them you're in jail. Getting Abby very angry at you. That was funny. Wait, was that at your party when you did that? I don't remember. <laughs> well, there you have it. The perfect truth and dare game is just a creation of a writer's imagination. Taylor made a good point. Who would have thought? For our next segment, for our next trip, we're going to tell you a story. What kind of story? We're going to tell you a story about train wrecks. How do you tell a train wreck story? Well, I used to have a more uh, tight model for train wreck stories in which uh, a main protagonist um, was angry at a certain individual or thing and used a train as a manner of escape from whatever they're running away from and in the process got themselves killed as the train was involved in a wreck. But we're going to tell a freestyle train wreck story, not adhering to the traditional platform. So we're going to tell you the story, then we're going to tell you what the moral of the story was. So there was once an airfish who just swam through the air in the world. So he was talking to his mother one day, when suddenly the mother's gills just spontaneously combusted, taking the mother with them. He was very sad, but he took out his anger on the moon. He flew all the way up out of the atmosphere and stabbed the moon. But, of course, Freddy, the land airfish, was quite a small fish, so it didn't do much when he stabbed the moon. He did, however, discover a race of little blue donkeys living inside of the moon about three miles down. I'm not sure how he got down there, but it happened in the course of him stabbing the moon. He talked to the blue donkeys as they could communicate through a secret arrangement of ear-moving patterns, and um, they ended up coming back to Earth with him as he convinced them that it was a nice place. So he had some new friends, and he was happier for a time. They got to Earth by catapulting from the moon into the Earth's atmosphere when gravity pulled them back. They happened to land on a train. So it was a bit of a hippie train. It was yellow, blue green and orange. It was called the Soul Train. So they were riding on the train, and they were going on up to Kansas. Kansas City. They were going to the Hot Air Balloon Festival, because they thought it was pretty cool. And there's going to be a guy there who was going to fly his hot air balloon back to the moon, which is kind of ironic, because they just came from there. Yeah, you're right. So they, they were all members of the National Board of Hot Air Balloon Enthusiasts. But they were donkeys and an airfish, so they couldn't fly hot air balloons. So one day on the train on the way to Kansas City, Billy was eating an egg sandwich. Egg sandwiches were, are the only food that airfish can eat, actually. They grow on an egg sandwich tree underwater. Sometimes grapes grow in between them. It's because, pretty cool. Yeah, because it's the only time when grapes don't grow on vines. So anyways, they were on the train, and uh, they were going around a bend. And 
they saw uh, the up ahead there was a big sign and the tr- the track was all boarded up because there was a cliff and the bridge had broken. So when they were about three feet away from the edge of the cliff, they thought they were going to die and nothing happened. They did die. They went flying off of the side of the cliff. They hit the ground below. They never made it to Kansas City. Such a sad story. So, the moral of the story, Billy the Airfish, he represented communism. And the moon donkeys represented the food that the communist people ate. Namely, egg sandwiches. The moon represented the refrigerator, not that the food was kept in, but that was dropped on an innocent woman in 1934 in New York. It fell out of somebody's apartment and just landed on her. The train was a metaphor for young women under the age of 18 who live in Topeka, Kansas. And the cliff represents life, because by the end of life, you're eventually going to fall off of life. Just like that. Boom. The end. We hope you enjoyed our improvisational storytelling. Now we're going to move on to a special segment. We'd like to take a moment to pay homage to the King of Pop, Justin Bieber. Just listen to these these brilliant lyrics. I don't know how he comes up with this stuff. It's just so eye-opening to everybody who hears it. Okay. Get ready. Prepare your soul. Sam's gonna do a little. He's gonna recite from a Justin Bieber song. I just, I just, I don't understand how somebody can come up with this. It's just, it's it's mind blowing. It's just pure genius. It yes, it blows your mind. Okay. I just, okay. I just. He's gotta prepare. It's just so emotional. It's. uh, Baby. 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 Oh. Baby. 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 No. It's just revolutionary ideas put into a pop song. The public just needed to hear that sometime. You know? We're so glad that he's getting such wide recognition because. Justin Bieber is what we need to fix the children of today. He's just, he's a great role model. Somebody that we can look up to. Somebody who won't let us down. So here's to you, Justin Bieber. King of pop.